So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. We're here with a few good records. Uh, we're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. What inspired you guys to start the label? So it, it actually was a thing. I, I started a few good records years ago. Uh, I used to be in this band called, called Bedtime Stories. We were basically like listener or more mellow, a lot of spew type stuff. And it was just my own personal imprint to release our catalog of music. We ended up doing some stuff with some friends of ours. Uh, but but back in the day, we we partnered with with my friend James on doing an against me tribute compilation, mm-hmm. and and the label sat defunct for for a few years just because I wasn't active in in writing and recording music anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, last year, uh, I turned thirty, and as I was approaching that that. Uh, crisis-inducing milestone, uh, I, I decided I, I wanted to do something that, that would help, uh, whether, you know, in, to, to a degree, getting back into doing something music-related where I was contributing a little more. Uh, and the, the idea of bringing the label back in a totally different environment where we could do all these really cool compilations and associate them to uh, various charities because honestly I wasn't really concerned on the, the little amount of money I made on any of the releases with my own bands it, it never made a fucking dent in my bank account anyway so yeah. I had no problem donating any of it um, so we, we decided that that's how we would we would do things going forward we could at least whatever whatever impact we could make uh-huh. we, we would yeah. uh, so every release we've we've put around a different charity and we've just been been kind of working on that for the last year and a half under that new format yeah I, I like what you guys are doing the whole charity thing how do you guys pick what charities you're going to donate for the various That's, compilations some of them are just very like on the fly like when we started uh it was like a seven song ep and we just picked rain just because we we didn't really put too much thought we were like what's a good charity rain cool sure why not yeah um and then as we went we did start thinking of different themes we we did a a disney compilation for planned parenthood Mm -hmm. and i was i was pretty tongue-in-cheek with the headspace on on why that uh with the the thought of uh the idea of going to disney world with children is enough birth control for me (laughs) (laughs) wow and i feel like that partially came from when I was telling you because my normal like doctor's office is Planned Parenthood right and they were like on the edge of closing down right obviously in and I was like fuck like Trump America great resources like Planned Parenthood and I work and I live in a rural ish area of New York State was like this is the only one for like fucking 50 miles around yeah oh wow Damn. right so it, the, the timing it just happened to be when we were cooking that one up and uh i i had always wanted to do some kind of like disney covers comp for for years when i first did the label back when it was just an imprint for my own band yeah uh i had wanted to do something like that and it never got off the ground and uh so so that was like the the motivation to get that going uh, and then, then some of them are very like, uh, I, I guess we can say common sense. Like our, our holiday compilation, Toys for Tots, makes perfect fucking sense for that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
when it when it came to our most recent release, uh, we we put out this Wonder Years tribute compilation. <laughs> we actually asked Dan from the Wonder Years back in December oh. Oh. what organization he would like to see it go to. So he picked Racist Texas uh, to to help with with legal representation for for immigrants and and people that were detained at the border, kind of kind of deal. Uh, but then, obviously, the the global pandemic happened, so mm-hmm. we decided it would have been a, a good call to split the proceeds between Racist Texas and Get Us PPE to get uh, protective equipment to hospital workers. Yeah. Yeah. Since when we were asking Dan where the proceeds should go was mid December. Yes, it was before knowing that this was like happened. a spring release. Okay. Yeah. So that was like way before everything like went down. Yeah. 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 Um, we we obviously had no, no idea what was coming. And we even like reached out to him to ask like, hey, with everything going on in the world, like, would it be cool if we we split this? And and he was so gracious. He was very in in the headspace of, this is your project, not mine. I don't want to impose. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um. So that was that was really really cool of, of Dan to to let us have our our way with it. But I wanted to keep him as informed and to a degree as involved as possible because it was a tribute compilation to, to his fucking band. He mm-hmm. was so cool with letting us do it, and um, he he set us up with with a contact at, at Hopeless Records about it. Unfortunately, nothing happened there. But um, he he was nothing but an amazing uh, extension. As far as being in contact with yeah. and working with him throughout all, that's good to hear. Yeah, that that's awesome, Gloria. I know you have questions to ask, but I'm gonna keep on going. Yeah, do you yeah, guys right. do you guys know if he checked out the compilation? So like, when it when it came out, uh, he he was. I I haven't heard from him in a couple of weeks at this point. Okay. But when it when it came out, I sent him the link. He was gonna check it out, uh, and then after the the weekend that it came out we we ended up raising all this money we we ended up getting being able to send six hundred dollars to each charity oh that's awesome uh and dan said every time he had started listening his he is a one-year-old uh so his his kid needed him for for something so at the time he hadn't been able to sit down with enough time because it's a pretty long compilation oh yeah yeah it's almost 30 songs um so he hadn't had the time to sit and listen to everything but that was a, a couple of weeks ago i actually just hit him up tonight about uh we just manufactured all the cassette copies for the the release oh cool about sending him a copy of that so. oh, that's oh, awesome awesome cool so are you guys planning on doing any more compilations in the future yes yeah, <laughs> we have we have a couple i feel like we have how we plan things is we always have like I'd say about two big ones a year, okay. and two like a, given ones. A couple ones. small, yeah. Okay. Um, and and we're actually so we're we're working on. We, we're working on one right now, but we've partnered up with another, uh, like management group on a second release that we're gonna handle the cassette pressings for. Um, they're putting together a saves a day tribute compilation okay okay uh which we're just gonna handle the the cassette pressing for mm-hmm. um 
and that's a whole uh, tribute album to uh, Stay What You Are. Okay. I think um, I saw that floating around cool. somewhere. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a lot of New Jersey bands. I know Feller, who's been on a few of our releases, uh, is, is going to cover at your funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember anyone else off the top of my head who's going to be on that comp, but that's something that there's talks about that being ready for August or September. Mm-hmm. Um, but meanwhile, we're working on a, a compilation of all covers of songs from Tony Hawk games oh i like that um yeah when when they announced the remaster like a week ago that idea kind of just popped in in into my head and i was like we should do that and we should release it around the time the games come out so we're we're in the very early stages we've probably got about 15 bands already on board for it we're we're absolutely looking for as many bands as possible so if anybody listening goes that sounds really fucking cool let's do it you're more than welcome to hit me Please up. Please hit us uh, up. Yeah. We, we want this one to be off the, the fucking chain again. Uh, we're probably just going to send all the proceeds to Tony Hawk's charity to help build skate parks in in less fortunate communities. Yeah, it's the Tony Hawk Foundation. They build, like, skate parks in, like, lower-income communities. There's also a few more local, like, New Jersey and New York City foundations that it might get split with because there's a few foundations within that that it's a skateboarding and mentoring program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we haven't totally decided 100% where it will go to, but it's going to be something in that realm. Okay. Uh, Just to keep it in line with the the overall theme of the record. We, We try to at least find a way to to mentally logic what organization and what release yeah. uh hence the the planned parenthood disney uh mm-hmm. comment i made before yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yeah i i just want to say real quick because you cut me off shane i'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> i'm just gonna say real quick i love what you guys are doing um just Thank like you. how you coordinate you. like the charities yeah. with the records and the collaborations and everything i think it's amazing just the amount of thought and just like connecting everything i think it's great so i just, I just want to say that so much we we Thank really you. appreciate that um yeah. it, it means a lot we've it's it's what we're you know we're, we're trying to bring some kind of positive impact into everything we've done um over the last like like i said it's been about a year and a half since we kind of rebooted the label in a sense uh-huh. um, yeah. and awesome. yeah and I, I i think we've brought a lot of really cool bands in we've themed compilations outside of the ones we talked about we did a compilation for aclu that was very much like a very anti-donald trump compilation okay um we we did a uh comp for for nashville when the tornado hit literally two weeks before the the covid pandemic really broke out stateside (laughs) uh there was this gnarly tornado that hit east nashville destroyed a whole lot of area my brother lives down there um so that was very near and dear yeah Um, Yeah. and that was like in the span of like a week and a half we got like 24 bands in on um including bands like future teens you meet everyone we know uh Mm -hmm. baggage which is x swellers dog leg keep flying uh, and a bunch of other like smaller scale bands too 
Yeah. So that was that was fun. Everybody was very enthusiastic to kind of jumping in on on that one. That's cool. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. What Glory said, I was actually going to save until the end. So Glory stole oh, the words sorry. right out of my mouth. So I do agree with her on that front. Um, since we're all stuck at home, what bands have you guys been listening to? Oh my God. Uh, obviously, with leading up to this this compilation, I've personally been listening to a lot of the Wonder Years and Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties. Mm-hmm. Although over the last week, it's literally been nonstop Tony Hawk soundtrack music. Okay. Because uh, I, I I've been very much in the headspace of whatever we've been working on. Okay. Um, Makes sense. A lot of the Menzinger. Um, Ari, what have you been listening to? Um, I've been listening to. Spanish love songs on repeat for God knows who how long. Yeah, I've heard that point. album's good. Yeah, yeah. And what else? I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, honestly. Okay. Mainly because like I'm out of work right now, mm-hmm. and I used to have a very long commute to work, mm-hmm. and podcasts were like what I would listen to when I was driving. So it gives me like a sense of normalcy in the morning. I get that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Where I'm like, oh yeah, this is normally the time that I'm like up and drinking my coffee and driving and just listening to a podcast. This is what I'm going to stick with because it makes me feel comfortable. Sure. What uh, what podcasts though? Yeah. I was just gonna ask that. (laughs) I want to know. I don't listen to enough podcasts. Give me something besides the Office ladies to listen to. You see, I don't. I never got into the office, so I don't... Right, give me something different to listen to. (laughs) Well, they don't need any more fucking promotion, but last podcast on the left, obviously. Um, what else? I've been listening to back issues of On the Impossible Pod because... Menzingers. Okay. (laughs) I love listening to like an hour discourse about every song on that album that's completely that was fun yeah. um Solid. i hope you're not listening to the episode we were on though i've never listened to it <laughs> <laughs> i've never listened to the episode we're on i don't need to hear that that's fair, that's fair. yeah uh so, oh okay um so are you guys planning on making any more uh, compilations where it's themed around a specific artist, like how you did with The Wonder Years? Like, I know you guys mentioned the Tony Hawk soundtrack, but are you guys planning As of, on doing one with an artist? Or we're, we're not opposed to it. As of right now, nothing's come to mind uh, okay. outside of the Tony Hawk compilation. Uh, and, and I mean, obviously, besides the, the Saves the Day one that we're really just handling the physical copies of. Um, we, we had plans for, we don't know timeline-wise what's going to come first or second. Uh, we talked about doing a volume two of Disney's Birth Control. We <laughs> talked about doing a album and zine companion piece called Now That's What I Call Music to Drink Beers and Cry To. Okay, uh, I like that that The time. proceeds will go towards some sort of suicide prevention awareness organization. We didn't quite decide whether that's Trevor Project or something else at the moment. Um, those are probably going to be the next couple after Tony Hawk, but we'll probably do another holiday one. I want to do holiday comps annually and just have that be Toys for Tots every year. Cause We're both Christmas not? people, so... We're big Christmas people around we here. We became friends being Santa's elves animal. 
That's true. I was I was between jobs and uh, needed something really quick. Yeah. And Ari was managing one of those like get your picture with Santa sets mm-hmm. uh-huh. at a mall, and that's how we met. I I was like I need fast money, and it was like first week of November, so they like were just getting started. So I walked up and I was like, Hey, you need you you need help? Yeah. Um, and it was literally like a two sentence job interview on the spot. Oh. It was what's your availability? Do you want a job? Uh, (laughs) They shouldn't have let me interview people, honestly. Yeah, she was the one. Oh, yeah. I was the head elf. Head elf. Um, Put that on your resume. Seven and a half years later, here we are still best friends and running this label together. That's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, so I know you spoke about the Tony Hawk um, comp that you're putting together and how there's 15 bands already confirmed. Are you able to name any of those? Talk about it. Um, as of right now, it's it's mostly New Jersey-based acts, um, okay. or I guess now ex-New Jersey. Our friend Alex Grippo, who uh, his solo project is called Awfully Good Times. He used to play in Frank Arrow and the Patience, which anyone from oh. romance fan knows who Frank is. Yep. Um, and then more like North Jersey, Morris County based uh, bands uh, like, or, or solo acts, I guess, like uh, Dylan Jacobus, who's out of Rockaway, New Jersey. Uh, Ed Allison, who I think is South Jersey, who did This Party Sucks on our Wonder Years comp, is going to do Jimmy World mm-hmm. uh, as of right now. Um, we have some Michigan-based bands. Fremont Pike, who did an all-time low cover for our Nashville comp, is talking about doing Melancholin oh. uh, for the compilation. Um, Calendar Year, who did Hey Thanks, is between either doing a Joy Division or Buzzcocks cover. I don't want to give too much else away at the moment, just because okay. it's still very early in the process. Yeah. But you'll see, if you've, if you've listened to some of our other comps over the last year, you'll see some familiar names pop up. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, looking forward to it. Yeah. Definitely. Hell yeah! Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, how do you guys pick the bands that you want to feature on the compilations? Oh, we we throw out uh, in the very early stages of these comps. We throw out an open invitation. So a lot of the time, oh. people hitting us up, we'll ask friends of ours. Calendar Year are good friends. My old band played a lot of shows with their old band. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's a lot of that. Sometimes we'll just kind of shoot our shot with bigger bands, which is how we, we got involved with acts like Future Teens and Scott 2 Network, which mm-hmm. is kind of us sliding the DMs or hitting their, their at on Twitter. And that's just how that went. And yeah. we've had both of them on multiple compilations so far at this point. Oh, that's cool. And uh, like where I live, I'm in New York State, so I get a lot of local bands from there that I grew up with that, honestly, one of the bands that's going to be on the, they've done. Well, Entropy was on our Nashville comp. Yeah, Entropy was on our Nashville comp. And they're going to be on the the Tony Hawk comp. They're they're doing Suicide Machine. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah, but that's a situation where I'm like, I've known them forever and they threw out the idea of doing New Girl by Suicide Machines. I'm like, I'm running you guys down for that. You don't get a choice. <laughs> You're just doing it. You're done. Right. That's uh, your job now. <laughs> so there's there's a little of everything. Sometimes it's people hitting us up. Sometimes 
Sometimes it's us reaching out to friends. Sometimes it's us reaching out to random bands. There's there's a handful of bands that we were really close to having on the Wonder Years comp that whether it was because of the pandemic, things weren't able to be finished or, one re- or touring logistics, mm-hmm. things just kind of fell through. I, yeah. I, I guess we can name names at this point. Yeah, um, the we, big two for those are... Well, three, I would say. For the Wonder Years yeah. comp, we... we up until the last two weeks, you, me, and everyone we know were supposed to be on the comp. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Um, but because of, of COVID complications, they had to drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, proper was going to be on the comp, but Eric got really sick in the month right before the pandemic. Okay. Which then led to production delays, and then the pandemic happened, so they couldn't get their, their stuff done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we almost had Spanish love songs. Oh, uh, shit. But touring, like, like, they were super down. Uh-huh. But they were about to go on tour in Europe with the Menzingers and then immediately hop on a tour with the Wonder Years. Yeah. And they just logistically couldn't even put together like an acoustic cover in the time frame, unfortunately. Yeah. Wow. Um, but those were like our three big, like they were either in and dedicated or were very much like, we like this, we want to do it, but sorry, we just like, Can't. timing is not great at the moment. Yeah. Kind, of, yeah. kind of deal i get that um, but it's it's all good you mean everyone we know was on our nashville comp they gave us one of their new songs and i'm sure proper will be on something in the future and fingers crossed spanish love songs aren't too busy in the pandemic to do something yeah. for us i mean that's yeah, still that's really sick. cool that like you even got those bands to be interested at some point yeah. in the process um it's of- called a fun game of just like harassing not giving not giving a shit not giving a shit and just being like you know what i'll dm this band right now yeah glory and i have learned that very quickly for the interviews as well just not giving a shit and shooting your shot and hoping they see it it works so well it does dms are open dms closed at them and tell them to check their dms exactly no when i first put up proper to be on a con like their dms were closed and i'm like tweeted at them i was like hey your dms are closed i have a question for you guys yeah that was amazing like that was all it took yeah Um, (laughs) that's great yeah sometimes that's all it takes yeah and there were were a lot of bands we got the email there were there were a lot of bands we asked that just never hit us back like we asked we asked shortly we asked uh oh my god i couldn't even begin to tell you how many bands we asked but then some of them were cool and hit us back. Dogleg were on our Nashville compilation. That's cool. Um, wow. Man, there, there there were so many. Like it's it's at this point it's almost exhausting thinking about who we asked. We asked Sonderbombs, we asked Prince Daddy, we asked Just Friends, and like oh, oh. nobody has to reply to us. So I'm yeah. not yeah. like trying to blow them up. It's just one of those like we'll ask everyone. We we talked to Oso Oso at a show. Yeah. And then just like emailed them and unfortunately just never heard back um yeah. one thing or another it'll I, i'm you know fingers crossed the way they, yeah. they're meant to yeah fingers crossed it happens at some point yeah, yeah. One, one of these days we'll, yeah. we'll get shit going hell yeah. yeah uh so where do you see the label in the next five years in the next five years yeah man we live this one release at a time <laughs> um, okay. yeah. and i like like i mentioned i i, I started I, I brought this back under the the headspace of I want to I want to do something good, and obviously this is something I don't need to see any money back besides whatever I invest in 
practical content, I yeah. want to break even and then just reinvest it. And okay. Other than that, everything goes to, to charity at mm -hmm. this point. So I think for the Wonder Years comp, we'll sell like 10 tapes and I'll break even and then the rest of the 50 just go to charity, which oh, is nice. cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's amazing. But as far as like a five-year plan, uh, I don't know. I, I like the idea of keeping as DIY as possible. We do everything between the two of us. Ari does all of the artwork mm -hmm. for the releases over the last year. Every That's single cool. one of them have been her. I even did artwork for the band that you started this with. So it's been... yeah, oh. yeah. So even when I when I first created this label a million years ago, um, it's always been our first artwork. record was art that Ari had done. So yeah. it. It kind of came full circle to bring her back in uh, first as an artist, and now she's in involved with getting bands and, and other artists in on on all the releases. But yeah. everything from now that's what I call Treason 45 up through the Wonder Years compilation, that's all her. Those have all been hand-drawn pieces that, that wow. I've scanned in and, and done some minor... So that's been been really cool, and now she's been involved uh, since the Wonder Years comp and getting artists in, or, or since a couple since Nashville, that. since since Nashville at least. Okay. Getting bands involved, um, so she's been a lot more active on that front too now, which is cool. Uh, whenever we do get around to now, this is what I call music to drink beers and cry to. Mm. That's a release she's 100% spearheading. That's what I'm going to be as as hands off as I possibly can be. Oh, cool. um, oh, wow. So that'll be fun. So it's it's just the two of us for now. It would be cool to see it grow, mm -hmm. but we have uh, kind of like Asian Man Records, who've had 20 years of just Mike from Asian Man running things in a garage. Mm -hmm. I'm content with it just being us going forward and keeping yeah. them. I like the idea of the very limited run physical releases and then digital for whoever wants it, can support whatever causes we're associating to. I don't ever see this becoming our day job. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think we need it to either. Oh, okay. I get that. Just something off to the side. Yeah. A little fun hobby that also raises money for charity then. <laughs> Yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's 100% the way we've been looking at it is just we're going to we're going to do this, we're going to do whatever positive we can do in the time that we are doing it. Yeah. And when we decide to stop, that'll just be the end of it and there's no problem with that either. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. So for the for oh my god okay so for the last couple questions we're gonna switch away from the record and compilations and we're gonna go straight to death row. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be? Oh my what god, that's so. Uh, mine would be probably uh, so. Uh, both of us are vegan, by the okay. way. Okay. You should probably throw that out there first. So some there's some dietary restrictions going on. Yeah. Uh, I would I personally would probably do uh, there's this amazing sandwich joint in Ohio called melt okay. uh, that it, it's basically like gourmet grilled cheese but they have a lot of vegetarian and vegan friendly options uh, I would get something from melt as like my my final meal okay. I don't know about you Ari because we, we usually we go out we go out to riot fest every year okay. in Chicago and we refuse to fly out 
because we can road trip and stop in Cleveland either on the way there or on the way back mm-hmm. and, and have melt somewhere along the way on that trip. We, yeah. We yeah. just find an excuse. Like, we're going to stop in the middle of fucking Ohio and do our thing. I respect it. Yeah. See, my death row meal? Oh, shit. This is hard. Ooh, this um, this is the toughest question that's been thrown at you this whole time. <laughs> it's a very important question. I agree. It is super important. And I could just imagine the fucking jailers staring at me, getting mad at me taking this long to decide. <laughs> no, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. They might just shoot you. While you're wait- while they're waiting for the honestly, message, but... if it's fucking last meal ever, mm-hmm. like last thing I'll ever consume, mango slices with chili powder on them. Okay, I've that's never a weird that meal. I don't think that I've ever weird had meal. chili powder on. Well, mango. it's not a real meal, but it's my favorite thing to eat. So I respect it. That's yeah, that's wait. interesting. You're gonna. It is. We're, we're gonna have to do this. I've never... That, that's such a weird palate combination. It is. As far as the way my brain is thinking about it's it. It's spicy and sweet. Ooh. Yeah, it sounds really weird. Yeah. I'm I not opposed to, to it. It just sounds very unusual. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm very curious about it. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not knocking it by any stretch. I'm just like, exactly. what? <laughs> never would have put the two together, but... Right! Try it. I mean, yeah. Try it. sounds like it's good. Yeah, I mean... Uh, so, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Middle Earth. Done. Easy. Uh, yes. yes, Shire. Yeah. Shire. No question. Solid. We, we are huge Lord of the Rings fans at this label. Uh, I have two Tolkien tattoos. Um, oh my god. We've been planning on saving our money for seven years now to get to the New Zealand. We, we want to go like, down to New Middle Zealand Earth. and, oh, and like, see... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. go see some of the, the, the Middle Earth locations they shot at. Huh. Um, yeah, that's like a, a big. Pl- that's yeah. that's our five year plan is go to New Zealand yeah. and see Middle Earth. <laughs> I mean, um, there you go. Something to strive for. Yeah, that's hands hands down. I think that's a safe to say answer for both of us is Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Yeah. Right. Solid. I like that one. Cool. So I have the honor of asking the last question and. Pretty much everybody says it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Blue. Orange. Like, I would say for, for blue, somewhere mm-hmm. like a teal aqua, like a lighter Ooh. blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blue's ugly. He's wrong. It's orange. What the fuck? <laughs> Those colors go so well together. That's why every fucking movie poster is blue and orange. Literally, I don't want to yeah. hear it. Um, yeah. No, I just hate blue as a color. I don't know why. Friendship oh, color colors orange forever. Orange? Okay. Alright. But they're such complementary colors, which is why this friendship works. It exactly. depends on the oh, yeah. shade of blue. Sure. And I think those lighter blues are the better blues. I have to agree. I do agree. Except navy blue. Navy blue has a special place in my heart. So navy blue is the exception. I'm down with navy blue. Yeah. But then it's like teal, aqua, like bright exactly. blue. Exactly. So many other options yeah, with lighter blues. Like robin's Green. egg blue. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about robin's egg. That's for like 
edging like, on green blues. It's like pastel blues. blues. It's like pastel blues. It's 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 getting close to the line, but it hasn't crossed it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's still, still bluish. Bluish. Yeah. It, it has a higher blue uh, level than green. Hell yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as Glory said. Yeah. That is all the questions we have for you guys. Is there anything you would like to plug? Yes, let's let's plug uh, a few good records. Bandcamp.com. That's where you can listen to everything we've put out, plus uh, some handpicked selections of older stuff. My old band is nowhere to be found, but anything else we released uh, from our friend James, the Against Me comp from back in the day. I just don't think the old band stuff was any good, to be honest with you, so it's it's Aww. just scrubbed. But all the compilations from the last year and a half are there. We will have the cassette copies of the Wonder Years compilation, depending on where you're listening. They're up now. Uh, and uh, you can find us both on Twitter. Uh, I'll, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at a few good yabs. Ari's on Twitter at Mike Yabs, because she <laughs> stole my old handle when I changed it. <laughs> that was a whole thing. Uh, you can reach out if you think being involved in some of the stuff we do is really cool. You can reach out via email either at a few good records at gmail.com or Ari a few good records at gmail.com. Uh, we're both pretty quick on the reply, and those are dedicated accounts for the label, so nothing hits junk or spam folders by any stretch. Um, and if anyone likes the artwork I do for the label, Please let me know. Yes. Um, if if anybody sees what Ari's done and likes it, she's absolutely open for, for work for that. Uh, if she doesn't have to work a real job and can just do art stuff, that would be cool. But, yeah. yeah. So thank you for sitting her, down. Make her degree worth it. Like, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you for sitting down with us. As Glory said, uh, we love the work that you guys are doing. I think it's really cool. Um, thank you very thank much. You. Yeah. I know you had a couple of the, the artists on the Wonder Years comp on, on your did. podcast yes. recently. Yeah. You had, what did you have, um, Drive Kid and Nude Shoes on? Yes. Yes. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Both of them were, were fantastic to work with. They were very easy to communicate with. They hit deadlines the yeah. way they, I, I would like bands to do. Yeah. Um, nice. So that was, that was awesome. Uh, super down to work with either of them again in the future. All right. But thanks for having us, guys. This yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, so thank thanks you for, for coming down. on. Yeah, thank you for sitting down with us. Uh, this has been a few good records, and we're the Good Noise Podcast.